A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to Operation Earth, comedians chatting about climate change. I am Dr. Matt Winning. I'm an environmental researcher and stand-up comedian. I've been doing both of those for over a decade now. Basically, what I used to do was do comedy to kind of lighten my mood and try not to think about the impending doom of the planet. But now I think it's time to talk about it and actually address it head-on. So every week I have a different special guest and we chat about news stories. We will go through a carbon footprint calculator, see how green they are. Basically, like in Top Gear, where, you know, they have like, who's the fastest celebrity? We're going to find out who the greenest one is. It's basically a podcast for people who care about our climate emergency but aren't doing much about it. This is for you. Hi, so this week's episode is with Sophie Hagen. She is a Danish comedian, writer, podcaster. Uh, she does it all. Yeah, it was really fascinating. Uh, Sophie and I uh, have known each other for a while, but I guess mostly just seen each other at gigs and stuff like that. Um, so it's nice to actually sit down and have a proper lengthy chat, essentially. Uh, so yeah, it was great, and um, I hope you enjoy it. So, That's red. you're joining us. Uh, we've just gone through Ooh. a footprint calculator uh, with Sophie Hagen. Hagen? Yes, Hagen. 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 Great. Hagen. Well, for this one, um, let's just call me Evelyn Mark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Sophie's Oi. footprint has come out at about 208% of the target for, by the UK government. So it is. I don't even know what that means. Oh, it just looks really bad. It looks bad, but we're, right, we'll try and roughly find out what it means. Okay, twenty point two tons. Okay, um, what okay. I'm so that's I mean, it's costing sounds, the world. Yeah, this is what you're costing the world. So the UK average, I think, is about thirteen. Oy, is oh, the way I'm, wor- I'm they worse include. than people. You're worse than most people. <laughs> worse than most people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't call. I wouldn't say you're worse than most people. <laughs> just did that, just didn't in you? this <laughs> specific context. Um, and it but breaks it, my powers for good. It breaks it. Yeah, you're doing other good in other areas. I'm taking the train to, to a place where I do good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're helping other people. But it's fine. It's fine. I'm facing it. It's you're okay. not looking after yourself. That's the thing. You're looking, <laughs> That's you know, true. Um, so it breaks it down roughly uh, into travel, home, food, and stuff. And I'd say your food's actually pretty low. It's like 16% of your footprint. Travel's 44%. Yeah. And I'd say that. It's probably going to be quite typical of a lot of comedians. Yeah. Because we kind of have to travel. And, yeah, and, and also and people you, who's not from the UK yeah. as well. So you've got yeah. like this double thing where it's like, yeah. you don't, you know, your family and lots of other yeah. people you know come from. And a whole career in another country as well. Exactly. Kind of yeah, a career yeah. somewhere else that you have to go when yeah. you travel. So it's not like you, you and, 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 you know, it's difficult because you're time constrained as well. It's not yeah. like you can be like, okay, I'm going to take 
I don't. Oh, I think it would I take could, about. Rough, I would tend I to could. go to Copenhagen this year it's by so, train. It's so, it's like twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. And yes, you have to change like four times in various cities yeah. and stuff, and it would just yeah. Because like, I would do it because I hate flying now yeah. so much. Okay. So I would love to go by train anywhere. I took the plane to. No, it wasn't even Brussels. It was. Uh, some place right, yeah. in the Belgium or something. Somewhere in Belgium, yeah. And I just hated the... I ended up taking the train home because I was like, this is yeah, it's so much yeah. nicer. Oh, it's so much better. Yeah. It's really good, but it's just that it, you, you want it to be as quick as possible. And it's that trade-off, isn't it? I'm okay with time on trains. Yeah. I'm okay That's with good. it. Yeah. Especially if I don't... Because I hate the queuing for flights and the oh, security the check and packing for flights. and It's the most stressful. I find airport... Yeah. like. I, Actually, flying isn't that yeah. bad. It's the stress of yeah. everything else involved with it. Yeah. It's so much Getting worse. Getting to an airport and check it. Oh, my God. The whole thing is horrible. Yeah, it's But horrible. just going to a train station, getting on a train yeah. is so nice. Just walk on a train. I would always do that if, if yeah, I could. Yeah, if the option is there. Yeah. The one was a ferry to Denmark. I would have loved that. Yeah. And also, I'm going to Ireland soon. Okay. And I am... I've made them pay for the ferry instead of the... Oh, I don't know if that's better environmentally. Oh, it is. Yeah, no, but, definitely, definitely. Yeah, but I was yeah, just yeah. like, why wouldn't you take the, the train to whatever Liverpool or wherever it is and, and then, then take the ferry? Oh, It'll great. take like one or two hours more, but yeah, not much more. But it's not that. much more, yeah. You get to be on a boat. Yeah. Well, how often do you get to be on a boat? Oh, exactly. In this modern world. <laughs> In this modern world, yeah. I don't know, it's just, yeah. yeah oh, so travel, cool. travel is one of those things where I couldn't cut it down if I wanted to. You need really. to do the traveling. Yeah, it's I don't, just... I never travel, I very rarely travel for yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, my fun is not traveling. Yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're just staying where you are. Yeah, yeah. I know how you feel with that. I, I, yeah. On a much smaller scale, like, because of work during the week at a university and commute two hours every day on the weekends people mm. are like oh do you want to come and like play football for an hour mm. at the other side of London and mm. I'm like I'm not leaving my not leaving mm. small vicinity I might leave my flat yeah. and I might walk for five minutes somewhere yeah. and then I'm returning to exactly so that I don't have to move at all mm. Um, it's too. It's just so much, and yeah. also as a fat person, like just navigating the world of travel is so tiring. It must it's be quite. Yeah. Every seat, and you know, people looking, and you know, the, oh, are they taking pictures of you trying to fit into a seat? And right. there's so much psychological exhaustion yeah. to do with any kind of travel. Yeah. So if I could not travel, it oh would be God, better. Yeah, it's an extra I've even stress. cut down on my, you know, going back to Denmark thing. You know, it's difficult because there's career and family, and yeah. you know, Christmas and birthdays and stuff. But even that, I'm. Going back way, uh, way um, less than I usually do. Way less do. than you usually would. Yeah. Okay. Probably would have been higher like a year ago. Oh yeah. My travel footprint. Footprint stuff. Would you say if you had to travel, train would be the the way you'd prefer to travel? Or I think I prefer ca- cars. Well, car in you know so like on, for touring, I prefer right. a, a nice support deck and then we drive somewhere. Right. Okay. Because that's you know there's no anxiety about that. Yeah. It's just me and a friend. And yeah. That's lovely and nice. Great. But uh, if not, you know, Uber cabs and stuff, that's still a bit stressful, I think. Yeah. <laughs> this is someone else. Someone else, oh, you God. don't know. Yeah. All of that. But yeah, I think I prefer, so I prefer ca- car possible. to train, train to plane. Yeah. Ferry to everything. And if you could ferry everywhere. <laughs> like it's going about everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I prefer that. It's the one that you do the least yeah. people. Yeah, you're just like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in Denmark, bicycle, but not in the UK. Uh, yeah, Copenhagen. I mean, I, I think the first time I went to Copenhagen was like 2004, and I was just like, everybody's on a bike. Everyone, everyone. It's incredible. It's so nice. And I didn't appreciate it enough, and I'm sorry. <laughs> God, I lived, I paid £190 rent a month. Uh-huh. To live in my own tiny one bedroom, but with yeah. my own yeah. little kitchen and my own little 
bathroom. Yeah. Still bigger than the one bedroom I have now. <laughs> like a grand or whatever. And I could ride my bicycle into central Copenhagen in seven yeah. minutes. Amazing. I was on the like ninth floor. I had a view of the city. I did not appreciate it. And everybody seems to know what they're doing on the bikes in yeah. Copenhagen as well. Everybody's just like, oh, yes, this is what we do. We're There's gonna... designated paths. You yeah. don't, like in London, when you just go in between cars, and I mean, it's, it's so terrifying. stressful. Yeah, it looks dangerous. I, I've never uh, ridden a bike in London. No, and I would, I'm and I would never. So frightened. It looks terrifying. I, I've, I've driven once or twice in central London where oh, yeah. I, I've had to, and it's the worst thing yeah. in the world. Oh, yeah. And that, I'm scared in a car. I can't imagine driving in a bike. Yeah. Well, I, I drove with a Canadian, his first car ride in, in London. In <laughs> he got stuck in a, a roundabout for about 18 minutes. He just go, He was just like, oh, no, I can't. I couldn't do it. And we're like, next time you're going to get off, right? Yeah. Oh, no, missed it again. Yeah. He just couldn't get off. He was it's so on, scared. It's, it's terrifying. But then, like, I can't imagine if you... London's probably not even anywhere near as bad as a lot of, like, really busy. Like, if you go to, like, Spain and, like, other places where people drive mm. crazy, you're just like... I can't, I can't. Yeah, it's hard to really drive crazy in London because you're just standing still all the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about, so we went through your carbon footprint, which is, uh, yeah, we said was about, tw- roughly about 20 tonnes. Yeah. Um, so you've just moved into a new flat. I just got a new flat, yeah. By yourself. Yes. So you're you're the one person flat. <sighs> yes. And you're enjoying it? Yeah, it's the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Apart from buying the slow cooker, it's the best thing I've done for myself. <laughs> Have a, your own flat and a slow cooker. And I've you're never just been happy. happier. You're never... I never want to leave the flat. <laughs> I never want to go outside. I'm just, I want, if, I, if I was a cat, if I liked cats, I would get 18 cats and yeah. just be inside all the time and I'd be happy yeah. for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. It's, I'm 30, it's the first time I've lived alone. Okay. It shouldn't It shouldn't be like this. No, I mean, no, I had no. my tiny dorm thing in, that, that I talked about in Copenhagen, but right. I still had. It was It was like a dorm thing, right, so there's still okay. people around It's me, not quite the same. Not quite And now, okay, so and food. So we're going to talk about food. So you said you have meat in every meal and a slow, right, so the slow cooker, do you use that quite a lot? I think I do. Yeah, that's I am cool. I'm very into it. So that's good. I mean, I, I don't know, I know nothing about slow cookers, so I'm... I don't know either. But you just... I just you, assume it's bad. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I mean, they sh- I don't know. It's, just so, it's the thing about, for me, it's just that you can get up in the morning uh-huh. when you have the most energy. Yeah. Put everything into a pot. Yeah. Turn it on. Yeah. And then do all the cleaning because you have the most energy to clean up all the things you've used to yeah. make the food. And then you do whatever you need Disappear. to do for the rest of the day. And Got then when it. you're ready, mm-hmm. when you're hungry at night and you have no energy and you're yeah. tired and you're just starving, yeah. you just pour it into a dish and then it's you eat it. delicious. And it's so good. Yeah. And it's, you know, you've, it's just the perfect kind of This is a great allocation like, of energy. Did anyone teach you this or did you just decide that this was a good idea? Because it seems like a I really logical thing to do that most people should do their cooking but I never, I, I think I just got into cooking right. and I don't even know, I think it's because I've hated cooking for so long, yeah. mainly because I've, <clears throat> I lived with people and, you know, the kitchen didn't feel like a nice, not like it felt like a bad place, yeah. but it was just, it was a communal not space. Not your space. Yeah, it wasn't my space, so you yeah. never knew if someone was going to come in uh-huh. and, you know, you kind of, if you're in your own world and you're like, I'm just going to stand here and do some cooking and then someone is suddenly there and you yeah. have to do small talk or you have to, you know, you have to kind of wake up and not just be yeah. like... And, and Yeah, and then you're having to talk to people, whatever yeah. it is, because sometimes cooking's really nice. I, like, I quite enjoy yeah. it when I'm just like, I'll focus on that. Yeah, exactly. And you're listening to like, a podcast. Yeah, listen to something and cook, chop something, yeah. like, whatever it oh, is. It's so, it's so, so therapeutic in many yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I got into it about a year ago and I just, I don't even remember how I... 
bought a slow cooker decided. and I was just so happy. That's cool. That's great. It was so, it was just so, this is some, it just fits in with, because I get easily stressed. I have loads of psycho, psychological stuff happening. Right. So part of me is, you know, this, having to put everything in the pot at the same time. And, oh, shit. Oh, the onions are ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, and then yeah, you're, you're done that. and it's all a mess and then you eat it and then you don't want to go clean, clean that. That's the worst part. It's the worst part. You don't it's want to do like, it after you've eaten. You've just spent ages doing, creating something. Yeah. You've then consumed the thing and yeah. now it's like, worst part yeah. which is like having to clean up after yourself has to happen then like, yeah and you forget how good it was to eat it you're like no but that's gone so what am i doing this for yeah people with dishwashers are oh, God. i mean i'm jealous of them i've never had one like i've yeah. never lived in a house that had a dishwasher but then you don't so, know what you're missing so it's fine yeah, so yeah. you don't need you don't need <laughs> ever but think also about always it. one person it's very rare that yeah. i cook for people yeah. so it would take me i don't think i have enough stuff yeah. To, to fill a dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, well, it didn't make sense. You if you're know? by yourself, yeah. there's, no, there's no reason to do it. Exactly. You just clean up that so one. it's never yeah. been, I can imagine if I so had actually, you're doing a good, whole family yeah, yeah. and stuff, it would be. It might be, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of, like, do you think you waste less food because you're using a slow cooker? Do you think you make, like, do you keep eating the stuff afterwards? So, like, if you made enough and you eat it and you go, okay, there's a bit left over, will you then keep yeah, that? Yeah, so I, will keep, I usually will keep. So what I'm trying, it's because I'm, not just because I'm, I've moved house, yeah. but also just because I'm becoming more of a human. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better at being a human yeah. and trying to be more. Because the thing that has happened now is that I've realized that I don't think I've ever actually taken out the bins. Yeah, okay. I, I realized that because I just realized how much I, oh shit, I have to take out the bins. And I was like, yeah. trying to think back, like, <laughs> when have I taken out? And this must have just always been someone in whatever house I've lived in who you just took out the, the bins. bins. Yeah. And I've always kind of known that I didn't like it, and I've always tried to do people's yeah. extra dishes, just like to make up to, for yeah, it. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, be the yeah, person yeah. to buy the toilet paper. I'll be the person to do this thing. Yeah. But now I have to take because no one's doing You're it for me. Yeah. So now I'm very aware of what I throw <laughs> out because I don't want it. I don't want yeah, to do yeah, it. Yeah. But yeah. also, just I, I had so few skills taught by my mother. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's kitchen house things. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't really care about those things. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm learning it now, I feel. Yeah. A lot of these things, just like the most basic, how do you do this? I do, yeah. yeah. How does this work? Yeah. The most basic things, like uh, the uh, lo- uh, washing machine drawer. Yeah. What goes in oh, what drawer? Bit, oh, yeah, yeah. The fabric softener yeah. and the, the pre-wash and the thing. Yeah. Just haven't, I'm 30. Didn't know. <laughs> Didn't know. Had to ask people. Yeah, I mean... Google's good for that as well now. Yeah. You can just, people are kind of like, I don't need to know this. I'll just, when, it, yeah. so, when something comes up, I'll just ask some random person on the internet or like look up a manual or whatever it is. I'm it's more like an Instagram story kind of person where I'm like, I don't know how this works. And a lot of nice people just message me and say, yeah. well, I'll tell you about it. That is the handy part so of having better. people that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> people follow you, so you're just like, I'm just going to ask all these people who will probably respond very quickly. So nice. You don't want them to respond to lots of other, you know, no, you don't yeah, yeah, message yeah. you. when I want you to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just when you're having an issue, you'd like them <laughs> to tell you how to put the fabric yeah. softener in. But when they're like, oh, hey, I have a shh. Yeah. I didn't like, speak to you. I, uh, yeah, I don't have time for you. <laughs> um, so we were also going to talk uh, a little bit about uh, in the home. So you're now by yourself in the yeah. home. Um, you said that you keep things fairly warm because your mum used to never... Yeah, I have issues with light and right. coldness. Okay. So my mum uh, likes... The dark, the dark, the cold, the, the coldness and the darkness. <laughs> right. So it's very much my mother sitting in a dark room in the corner in her winter coat. Amazing. And 
me just furious, a furious teenager on yeah. the couch, freezing, wanting light. So I'm bad with light is probably one of the things I use a lot of, or whatever right. you want to say. Yeah. I like have as much. Also, the place where I am, my window leads out to a wall, so okay. I don't get yeah, much yeah, of light. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just like brightness, brightness. It cheers me. It doesn't cheer me up, but of course it, it affects your it brain. It affects I you, used to, yeah. I have one of those, um, what's it called? Not anti-depression. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The little... Um, uh, sad, sad, sad SAD yeah, lamps. Yeah. Is it like a, is it a thing that you put, like you kind of and, look and at? A light bulb. Oh, the light bulb. You can get it in your them. ceiling, like oh, a ceiling wow, lamp, a light bulb. I don't think it's the, the, the same one as yeah. the one you can stare at, but it's sort of the same effect. So, so it's like a different kind of light, but oh. it, you know, you can feel it, like you turn on the light and you yeah. just... Happy, you have more energy, you know. It'll it's make just, such a difference. Yeah, so I'm very much into that's a priority very for me. Much. Yeah, having okay. light, lots of light, and then warmth is just. I hate being cold, and I've just always been cold. I hate it. <laughs> I have a heating blanket. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the ones that oh, you put in your bed, like under my sheet. Oh. And I'm sorry, but that's yeah. I don't, next to my slow cooker. Yeah, <laughs> I think those are like to me. They're not far off the whole, um, you know, when people have those like uh, pubs, they have like an outdoor heater where you're yeah. essentially just trying to heat the entire planet with like the, yeah. it's the most inefficient waste of everybody's time. Oh, you think the blankets are? Cause no, the, but the blankets, I don't think they're quite as bad, but it's also like, like you will warm, the bed will warm up, but people like that sort uh, of Ah, I see like, what you mean. Mind, I just think, yes, I see what you mean. I think... Well, I think I'm a new. I don't actually think the radiator works, or I think I've. Right. I don't. So compared to where I lived before, I think the radiator. Yeah. I think I'd have to have it on for hours before I could feel okay. it, and that feels too much for me. Yeah, yeah. Even for me, who's like. I guess you've moved into this new place, kind of when it's getting a bit warmer now. So yeah, you've but not, it's still freezing. Is it still cold? Yeah. Okay. So I need to figure out what. Yeah. So I kind of, I'm kind of becoming my mother now. I can feel like I'm like. <laughs> I could just wear something warm. I'm like, what is happening? Because all of a sudden, I pay the bills as well. You know, yeah, I don't yeah, just yeah. give money to a housemate and go fix it for me, right? Yeah. So now I'm actually looking at how much I'm spending, and yeah. I'm becoming my mother now. <laughs> but yeah, I think the heating blanket is just this because I'm freezing and yeah. I am so cold, and I have my winter duvet and I have my yeah. pajamas. I've full pajamas, yeah. you know. And I'm still freezing, Cold, and then yeah. turning that on, and then waiting ten minutes, and then getting into bed. Yeah, my God, the joy! Yeah. But I don't. Apparently, a lot of people I found out yeah. leave it on all night. Yeah, I don't that's do that. Good. Okay. Don't do that. That's fine. But that is again paranoia, not me being a good person. I'm like, I will burn to death. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to have the paranoia. Sometimes paranoia yeah, yeah, saves yeah. the planet. I think absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so there is a recent study uh, which showed that air pollution in cities tends to uh, basically make people stupider, which I think is really fascinating. So there was a study showing that like the worse the air is uh, and the longer you spend in that sort of environment, your brain stops working and like things start going and like your cognitive ability reduces. So I think it was a study showing that um, globally the, the atmosphere uh, has about 410 parts per million of carbon dioxide. Um, which is what we're all breathing in, but different room, you know, depending on where you are, we might have more carbon dioxide. And at like double that, so about 900, the brain, uh, the ability of the brain to function reduces by about a fifth. Um, and there's like studies which have shown that classrooms around different places uh, that in heavily polluted areas have more, like even higher than that. So like kids are trying to learn in places that are uh, essentially stopping them being able to use their brain properly. Do you feel stupider <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
you, I think the human tendency is to say, I mean, because that's what I, I feel like saying, you know, you can feel it. You can feel the difference between how you function in, yeah. you know, in a, in a nature-y place that is in a city. Yeah. But that could just as easily be your own imagination or, you know, for other reasons. I don't know if you can actually yeah. feel your own cognitive I mean, it would be thing. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. right? No, you're not going to be able to do that. But you, you can know, maybe notice your own mental health or whatever or, yeah. or breathe that you're breathing or whatever you, is better. You can t- yeah, taste it almost. Yeah, you know, taste, the, yeah. You know, like Copenhagen feels... It's still a city. Yeah. But I, I can feel the... This is less stressful. Yeah. You know, but again, that's probably not what... This no, is, no, 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 no. But, but I think I it's related think, to it because there's, you know, there's a lot of studies out there showing how, like, uh, I can't remember exactly. I'll try and find a link to this to stick in. But people talked about how uh, there's obviously like a lot worse crime in cities and tends to be more of mental health issues. But actually, it's not that the cities are bad. It's that the countryside is so good for your mental health, uh, and you know that it, yeah. it really helps to be in the countryside. Yeah. That not having that is what's causing the other the other things to go. Uh, so it's like we aren't designed essentially to live yeah. in cities. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you need to see green and you need certain yeah. amount of air or whatever. It is. You well, know, I've had yeah. The, the, so I've lived in a uh, where I lived before I moved was like in a kind of a, a flat above a shop. You right. know, so we didn't have a balcony, we didn't have a garden, we just had the, the flat, you flat, know, for yeah. regular things to do and there wasn't really a the parks in london are overcrowded you know yeah. it doesn't feel parky <laughs> I, I, I don't know so london's actually supposed to have like the most parks of any city but i still don't feel yeah, like exactly and you're in relaxed a park yeah. and, but then you can hear the cars driving like two meters away from you exactly. I don't, yeah, don't yeah. feel naturey there's only if you've you been to hampstead heath which is like kind of north. I don't think I have. It's the only place I've found in London that you can sort of walk far enough into it oh. to feel like you're, you can't hear any city noises. That sounds magical. And it's really Because I found the last two summers, yeah. I felt like almost ill with like desperation to be outside. But yeah. every time I went outside, there'd be so many people and sounds. And yeah. I was so desperate to like a cabin in the woods. I was like, I just need to go to a cabin in the woods. I need to go away. Yeah. And it was, it was a physical and psychological desperation to mm-hmm. not be trapped like yeah. in my little room. And I just needed to be outside, but not with people. And just, it was impossible. Yeah. You can't, yeah. It just wasn't there. You just kind of feel and like... And I was, I was looking at Airbnb to try and find... Uh-huh any house in London where I could spend 24 hours where there was a garden just and wow. I was I, I was like you're you're not maybe I am being stupider because I was considering this <laughs> no I mean <laughs> I shows how desperate you clearly I were yeah. I really and now I have well, I'm sharing a garden with like my neighbour but it looks like no one's ever been there oh wow it's one of those <laughs> the ones. weeds yeah, are like yeah. up to my shoulders oh, and maybe like, you'll get really brilliant. into gardening no. I, I was thinking about it today I was looking at like cool. lawnmowers and stuff yeah. <laughs> that's going to be my new investment <laughs> Environmental tip of the week. Why not go back in time and kill yourself before you were born? Environmental tip of the week. Tipping 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So, yes, so for you... I don't care. You don't really care about climate change, I don't care about climate change, I really don't. You were brought to my show last year. I was. By a friend. Watson, by yeah. Mark Watson, and he also had to deal with me afterwards, asking the same questions I asked you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I, and it's not that I'm, I want the world to end. I don't no. want the world, or the earth to explode. I know, And also, it's not that I don't believe it. Yeah. I'm 100% on board with this. This is a thing that's happening, and yeah. it's urgent, and we're all going to die, and it's going to be horrible. I just don't have the empathy or the sympathy. or It doesn't affect my emotions in any way. You know, I've worked for... I started out working for UNICEF, then I worked for Danish Refugee Council, I worked for Save the Children, you know, I went into activism and, you know, feminist activism about it. You know, so it's not that I don't care about people or the, you know, causes or making the world a better place. Yeah. Climate, it just bores me. It's so funny. I'm so bored by it. But this, I'm so glad that you're on the podcast because it's a voice that we don't hear about. It's, it's not only, popular, is it? Yeah. <laughs> the only, I've, I've never heard really anyone on anything about climate change that doesn't care about climate change. And actually, I'm sure you're, you know, a reasonably you know, large part of the population. You're not going to be the so. only person yeah, out there. Yeah, because it's so boring because we can't because it's hard to make sexy isn't it yeah it's really hard to i discovered the organization called so they've made because of all the plastic in the oceans uh-huh. there's so much plastic in the oceans now that there's enough that if you gathered all of it it would yeah. make a small country yeah it was it big enough that you could become a country so they've applied do you know what i'm talking about okay yeah so they've applied to become a real country oh, and wow, i think I they might have been oh, and yeah. the, the idea is that if this, I think the idea is that if this country is part of the EU or UN or something like that, yeah. then um, the other countries have the responsibility to clean it up or something like that. And I was like, that is such a cool way of making something interesting, interesting but yeah. also fuck us all for needing a big stunt like that to, to suddenly care. care yeah. And that's sort of where I'm at. I'm like, I, n- not everyone can care about everything. Exactly, yeah. But I'm annoyed that we need to care in order to do things, yeah. right? So I don't, I can't expect just like a random person in the street, which is where I did my job for UNICEF was in the street. I can't expect to stop people and then suddenly, oh God, it's such hard work to make people go, but, but imagine, think about it. Yeah. What if it was you? What if it was your child? <laughs> what if it was, it could happen here. It could happen, okay, imagine a country. Imagine this, uh, try it, holding your breath for 40 seconds. That's how it's gonna feel underwater, but forever, you know? 
it's such hard work to get one person to say, yeah, but also I, oh, I have a pizza in the oven, so I might just, you know, where actually, fuck if you care or not, you know, still yeah. do, I'm so bored by climate change. It is so, it's a boring topic. I hate it. Yeah. Great. But of course, but I mean, it, it doesn't mean that it shouldn't but it, it's recycle, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's responsibility. Yeah. We're not just ourselves, you know. I, I'm not going to be the. F I'm privileged enough that I'm not going to be the very first victim of this. Yeah. So who cares if I care? Yeah. That doesn't matter. I shouldn't be caring in order to do good things. Doesn't that annoy you? Doesn't it annoy you that you have to be like? It, it takes a lot of effort. Yeah. Doesn't it? And it, it's weird because it's such a big problem that is going to actually impact everything in everybody's lives in the future mm. like it's it's the, the way of describing it, it's like it's not like this thing anymore that is an environmental issue right mm. which is what it's been the messaging has been such like that's how it feels to most people to you probably it feels like climate change is this thing that's over there and it's not going to affect you so much or as you say it's not going to be you're not going to be the first victim so you can go okay I don't need to I, I can compartmentalise this yeah, and it's, it's not so gonna yeah, and, and you go, well, I just, I'll not think, think I'll not it, think yeah. about it. But then, you, pr it's, you know, in 20 years time or whatever, you know, you're not going to be not affected by it mm. when every, you know, second summer is so hot that you're having to, you know, change your sheets every second night or you're having to buy extra air conditioning to deal with how hot it is in the summer or, you know, yeah. all of these things that are actually going to affect yeah. Like the price of this is going to yeah, go up. Yeah, my grandma drops dead because it's too hard. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. ninety-seven. <laughs> Stuff like that, like yeah. it is going to totally affect you. But it's easy for people to feel like it's. To me, it feels like people. It's easier to, for people to feel like it's not going to affect them so much, mm -hmm. or that even then, because it's not right now in your face, you can ignore it for a bit or whatever. So, yeah, I think it's just really good to talk to more people that feel that way and for other people who feel that way to sort of express how they feel and uh, but I think it's also important that we just kind of get it away from the feelings of you know I'm because when I like when I worked in, with these charity organizations and also sometimes in my work now when I do activism yeah I'm so bored you know sometimes you know so people will always start out with the emotions and go there is this issue and, you know, you might have all these statistics about other horrible things in your head and you've done all these interviews and it's all very dark in your head and then someone goes, there's also this thing. And sometimes I want to go, okay, what do I, just tell me what to do. Yeah. Where to send the money, what to sign. I don't want to know. I d yeah, I don't, I, don't have, I don't have the capacity. I don't have the capacity. I can't care about this next. And yes, it is probably the most important thing in the world. Yeah, but just give me some... Something to sign. To do, yeah. Because yeah. I don't, you know, and often the people who then want your... I'm so relieved because they don't have to go through the whole yeah. emotional story of how and why I should <laughs> sign this and stuff. And you can see that they, you know they have to talk to so many people who have all these excuses and why should I care? I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. save the animals. So why should I also you know? Yeah. And the thing is, we're all affected by all of these things. You know, like fat activism doesn't just affect fat people. It's literally every single person in the world. Racism, uh, sexism. Uh, it's like thinking that sexism only affects women. It affects everyone because toxic masculinity kills mostly men, etc. So, but it is true. It's this idea that yeah. well, it's not me and it's not right now, yeah. and I can't see it. Yeah, 
Yeah. I, yeah. I found the anxiety when it was getting really hot in, was it February? Yeah. And I could feel I was a bit scared. And I was yeah. like, you bloody hypocrite. <laughs> you hypocrite. Now you're scared? Yeah. You only learned to recycle last year. <laughs> because your housemate knocked your door and said, can you start putting plastic in the main bin? And I was like, okay. And he said, can you recycle? And I said, can you quickly tell me what that is? Because no one had told me. And it's, again, not other people's responsibility to tell me. I just hadn't ever thought about Then I had to tell my mom what it was. And she didn't understand it either. You know, like, I don't care. And I wish I had, didn't know it existed. Because <laughs> it's so boring. I mean, in a way, I also wish I didn't know it existed. <laughs> right. And I've spent life better, 10 years thinking about it and, <laughs> and then just getting slightly more depressed. Right. It's tiring. It's tiring. So how do we fix it? Uh, to take a holiday and then oh, come yeah, back and feel like, yeah yeah <laughs> and then come back refreshed and then feel much better about it I thought it, I meant more like the environment not your oh, mental, right, health my mental health oh yeah screw my mental health <laughs> um, yeah how do we fix it well, uh, it, so a way of doing it without having to convince people that it's gonna because it's not working you know and then you have you can do 10 years of work right to convince, you probably helped convince a lot of people of this, right? And then you have Donald Trump speaking to billions of people saying, no, it's not a thing. And then the people, everyone who was just a bit on the edge. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the difference we're going to have now, I, I, you know, it's, it's probably not a good thing to rely on this, but I think now people are feeling it mm. happening. Yeah. As, as before... They were like, oh, we, we keep saying it's going to get really bad. But it'll probably be fine. Mm. And now the things are beginning to kick in enough that so many people are actually can't, uh, you know, sort of say it's not happening. And so the more that people are feeling it, the more uh, people will be willing to actually do something about it. And it's a shame that it's taken 20 to 30 years Mm. Longer, but it's just human. The way humans are. You mean feeling it as in, like noticing it. It being warm in February. Yeah. You don't mean exactly. Yeah. What you you have noticed taken you. Yeah. Yeah, but that's because you're just a human being, you know, that's designed to deal with things, problems when they arrive, rather than you know stopping them happening in the first place. Yeah. Oh yeah, around the same time I thought you should probably open some savings or Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably but it's mad. it's mad. Pension. Yeah. Yeah. But it's incredible because I think so much of the stuff that's happened in the last year with people sort of um, beginning to protest more about climate change and the school strikes that the kids are going on and all that has come out of probably how warm it was last summer. Because everyone went, "Oh, this is a bit much." Yeah. Maybe this is actually now happening. We should probably do something about this. At this point in the podcast, I'm trying to yeah. ask you. Oh, I'm trying to ask you if you've got anything you yeah, want to so ask me. I don't know if it's a question. Okay. But it's it's probably going to be a but ramble. That's absolutely and fine. And I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I think about it. Yeah. Because there's a few different kind of. So my whole thing. So my background is very much within social justice activism yes and particularly body politics right yeah and the main issue with body politics is that the focus has become on uh the people who've been the victims of this oppression so yep. more or less like fat people or anyone else who uh-huh. physically doesn't fit into society's norms yes that is you know the focus in our, is on body positivity and love your body yeah 
which means that there is no responsibility being put on the people who are actually doing this, who are creating the, you. you know, the social, the, the adverts, who are producing these body image, which harms children from the age of three, right? So the, the circle at the moment is three-year-olds feel bad about themselves, then they feel bad until they're maybe 20 when they can get into body positivity and then maybe they can fix themselves within 15 to 20 years by buying a lot of products to make themselves feel better and buying body positivity products, blah, blah, blah. But by then, there's a new generation, etc. right? Yeah. So the big, what's missing from that is accountability. So with my work, I often ask the question, why are we talking about this? Why am I talking to other fat people about how we can love ourselves when what we should be doing is talk to the companies, the Weight Watchers companies, the diet companies that make these products that don't work, etc. So that's my background for this question because I think when I watched your amazingly funny and great show, it was so good. My big kind of thought that I kept thinking was this oh my God, you're doing so much work, right? You're doing so much work in your, in your work work and also in comedy yeah. of trying so hard to make people change their ways and try and reduce their, their, their whatever it's called, yeah. carbon footprint. Yeah. Whilst all these companies are doing nothing, you yes. know? And I'm, I wonder if it's the same, if there's the same problem within your yeah. job. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like what, how sustainable is it? Yeah. Or why is it sustainable to make people change their ways individually? Got you. And I think that's such a really good analogy. I don't know if it's an analogy or a metaphor <laughs> or a similarity between the two things. Absolutely. And actually, yeah, I think there's a really fascinating angle on it. And I've never really joined the dots with those and mm. thought, oh, they're actually quite similar. Because what you you have there is people... Uh, it being f pushed onto people mm. to ch to change or to, to for us to as mm. individuals to deal mm. with, and it's like this: the world we live in now is very much about like it's so much about individualism mm. that the, the the solutions always feel like they have to be individualist mm. as well. Well, can I? And can yeah. I, yeah so the show that you saw of mine mm. is was was a show that was very much focused on like personal accountability and like what you can do as an individual but the one thing so, so I'll slightly def defend it but then also I don't mm. think like you're 100% right as well so the show went through like what are the top things as an individual you can do um, and I had someone come up to me uh, after a, a preview of that show as well just a guy I can't remember exactly where it was and he was like oh uh, you know that was great, but the problem isn't uh, isn't individuals; mm. it's companies. Mm. And I was like, absolutely, absolutely mm. is as well. But the problem is when I'm doing comedy about it, I'm not performing to like a company where yeah. I can then tell them what they yeah. can do. Like you have to give people control and agency over what autonomy they, yeah. they can do. Yeah, which is why then I've tended to do that so far with with talking about climate change to people but I now to totally think that you, the next thing to do is to try to talk more about how do you then try to change the accountability mm. of the people who are profiting from this or who are causing the issue much earlier on in the process which is exactly the same as what you're talking about so you need to somehow put stuff in place 
and that, I guess a lot of that's going to be through government action and also people get groups getting together to put pressure but it's a lot more about kind of collective yeah action because you could all write individually to companies to try to get them to stop but if you bring enough people together who all you know use that yeah. product then there's all uh it's a lot easier to to harness that power of like a group to change it all stems from companies and rich people wanting to get richer and make more money but the people who become the victims both of the climate yeah being fucked up <laughs> to use them yeah yeah that's a good way term. of putting it yeah <laughs> but also of people's reaction to it become the people who are the same people yeah you know and it's this it's so weird how i bet if you you know how how many people would meet someone at a event who was oh yeah and basically the person who unleashes plastic into the oceans yeah how many people would think that was I would be oh cool job and then turn to someone with a plastic straw and be like oh you're a horrible person you know <laughs> it's such a strange dynamic absolutely and no I think you've I think you've really raised like which is a lot of people in in the sort of climate world talk about as well it's like yeah actually it's the source of the problem is a is a few mm. companies and they need to change but then every getting them to change is so difficult because everybody else in the world down the line from them is connected in different ways to the to to that problem and mm. so you know people if if tomorrow you stopped if you just banned like petrol mm. like okay you would you would stop that like a uh, tailpipe sort of thing where it's coming out but also then people don't have any fuel for their cars mm. so what do you, so yeah. it, 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 like it, it, the solutions have to be like only ban the rich that's the solution is like the strike capitalism but i mean now it's getting heated but you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah the solution is to go well just the rich people then yeah just the companies well, the, the, the freedom yeah those companies need to be put in so, you know it needs to be like regulated properly so that they're investing nicer way of saying, enough yeah. <laughs> enough of their you know so like you have to have targets there to wind down what they're doing and and what you want to do is you want to do it in a way that is fair and just for people so that lots of people don't just lose their jobs but on the other hand if it's too far in the future then they just go well we'll not do it we'll not mm. worry about this just now and so it's i think at the moment we're at a stage where it's like government and the the public need to start putting real pressure on companies and say like this you have to do that this is what's happening now yeah i mean i'm all for demolishing all capitalism but then mm. and it's kind of the reason i thought of this because of the news story you had about the uh, air pollution making yeah. and it's so easy to i think that's one of the ways they try to keep control is by making everything that points out their hypocrisy sound like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. But it's so easy to see how that really benefits them. Yeah. That everyone gets stupider. <laughs> that really benefits them. Even yeah. if it, I'm not saying that they're necessarily it's, it's polluting not intentional. the air. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they're also but not trying to stop it, it because it's, yeah. it's not, maybe not just because, but this is a good thing for them. Yeah. That we're all getting poorer, that we're all blaming each other, that we're yeah. all getting stupider. Yeah. It's really good for them. It's good for uh, the right right wing parties. It's good for 
everything that's bad, basically, all the bad stuff, the capitalism, the fascism, yeah. the Nazis, that they're really thriving off of a system where the most vulnerable get blamed and are the victims of most of it, and the rich people will just get richer. Yeah. I know, and again, I know how this sounds to someone who's not living in this bubble of social justice warrior life that I'm constantly in on social yeah. media and in my, my, amongst my friends and stuff, but that's part of how they win is because then I now sound crazy but yeah. I'm also not wrong yeah no, totally <laughs> totally oh well thanks so much for this I think it's been a really interesting chat I think we've, I've actually now realised how much more we have in common yeah that's which true which is good like I feel like oh great yeah there's someone doing this other thing that's sort of similar-ish in yes, terms yeah, I think of we like, all have the same yeah oh that's great the same enemies um, yeah <laughs> yes. oh do you want to plug anything oh I'd love to yeah, uh, I have absolutely. a podcast called Made of Human yeah Made of Human which is a chatty chat chat great podcast where I talk to comedians and well everyone activists and stuff about yeah. life uh, and then I have a comedy life comedy podcast called Secret Dinosaur Cult which is oh yeah mainly just funny and weird <laughs> about daddy issues and trauma and dinosaurs is there dinosaurs in it we do talk about we have a dinosaur per episode but we use it as a, an excuse to talk about trauma basically wow <laughs> yeah it doesn't make much sense <laughs> I have a book out called Happy Fat which oh, is partly yeah. about you know the body activism bit of the whole thing which yeah. is also you know, there's a chapter called How to Love Your Body. So you, it's the same thing of being both talking to the individual, but also trying to focus on, you know, yeah. the same thing you talk about with your show. You're trying to do it's both in a way. You do yeah. Both. Yeah. Um, both things are important in their own ways. And I'm doing a new show in Edinburgh this year. What's it called? It's called The Bum Swing. The Bum Swing. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. That's a good name. Yeah, well, sophieagan.com and some social media. So being with an F. Yeah. Super. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> So, that was Sophie Hagen and me having a lovely chat about climate change. She uh, has got some dates coming up of her new tour at the Soho Theatre. The show's called Sophie Hagen, The Bum Swing. Uh, and she's doing it at the Edinburgh Festival as well, at the Pleasance Dome. And I hope uh, you enjoyed the episode. I, what else am I doing? You can still get tickets to my Edinburgh Festival show, Matt Winning, It's the End of the World as We Know It. Um, subscribe to the podcast that would be great rate and subscribe to us on iTunes that would be so so helpful for us and um, yeah this podcast was produced and edited by Emma Corsham the music was done by Daniel Drever and it was uh, given a nice little logo by Chumchi Design so yeah use all those people thanks very much and we'll speak to you soon 